This is I Am The Night, the weekly show where we break down episodes of the vintage, classic, legendary Batman the Animated Series. Now, regular listeners will know that I usually host a show with my son Adam, and every now and then I have a guest star like the wonderful Max Byrne a few weeks back. But last week we brought someone who's new to the world of comics, new to the world of Batman the Animated Series in my great friend Damien Walker now the response to Damien and his wide-eyed passion and innocence has been phenomenal so I've had to bring him back on the show uh so here he is again Damien mate how are you did you have fun oh I'm great I had a fantastic time um sorry about any little mistakes I made in 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 my commentaries and and that but um I had an amazing time absolutely amazing this this is a, a world that I, I really would love to get more and more into as, as time goes by. Well, I can definitely help you with that, my brother. <laughs> uh, I can definitely help you. Ah, uh, you're help, you're helping me already with it, with every with with your your infinite knowledge of of of, of weird and wonderful characters and and that you, you're you're already helping me. Nerd, that's what I am. Nerd. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but but you're my nerd, and that's all that matters. Oh, thank you, thank you, mate. Well, this week we're going to be talking about another historic episode. I didn't realise when I invited you on that we're going to have like three episodes in a row, which are like really important to the history of the series. This is going to be episode forty of Batman the Animated Series, and our thirty-fifth episode of I Am the Night. This is the episode called. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Written by David Wise and directed by Eric Radomski and featuring the debut, the first appearance of Edward Nigma. Enigma, the Riddler. Oh, oh brilliant character. I love this character. I, I love him in the films. You know, I love him in Gotham. You know, what a character. What a character. And what a title. What an amazing title. <laughs> I love this title. Yeah, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? It's what you say to everybody, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> you know? But if only, if only. He's quite smart, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does. He does in, in, in bucket loads as well, which is fantastic. So, so cool. So, yeah, I've got to agree with you there, though. Brilliant character. One of the legendary Batman villains and... The Gotham version, um, Corey Michael Smith's version of, of Ed in oh, Gotham, is probably my favourite of all time. Oh, mine, mine as well. Mine as well. Uh, you know, I like I the Riddler in the film, in the Batman film, uh, with, um, oh, I can't think of the, the person's Jim name now. Jim Carrey. It was very, very good. He played it perfectly, but in Gotham, absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic he pulls off that double character and the vulnerability and the intelligence so well yes exactly exactly and you can see the switch happen and that's the 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 key of it is that you actually like when when he's playing when he's the uh when he's the uh um when he works in the morgue, you can see the vulnerability there but then then all of a sudden the the, the craziness of of the Riddler, you can start seeing coming through is is fantastic. It really is so good. Um, meeting and interviewing him was was a joy, um, and you can catch the interview on Dark Knight News, folks. So let's talk about if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? We see a brand new uh, iteration of the Riddler here, a, a genius not just with his knowledge of rizzle, riddles and mysteries, but in the fact that he's a technological genius building a, a, a maze for Batman and Robin to run around and creating the video game which takes the world by storm, which is how we first see Robin in the episode. What did you make of that? Uh, as you say, you see Robin in, uh, sitting down at the computer playing the, the, the Minotaur game, the maze of the Minotaur game, you know. But also what intrigued me was that, that when I first like, started watching um, this, what, this um, cartoon, is that, that I did not know it was a Riddler at first because he actually had red hair. So at first I'm thinking, who is this person? Because you see, the, you see him come out of the lift, read, uh, doing a crossword puzzle. Then you see like him throw the crossword away because he's done it or he's completed it, and you know within seconds by the looks of it. And then he turns up at his door and it's like, 
uh, this door and he, he tries to open it, it's all locked and he lo- looks at where the name plate should be and he goes well, this is my office and the, the pastor said was and then you see the, the name plate go in Enigma and it's like ah now I know where this is going so yeah Riddler absolutely yeah. He's um, one of Batman's smartest foes, but and people always said, well, why is Riddler one of these characters that they keep looking up in Arkham Asylum? He's not like the Joker. He's not crazy. He's not like um, these psychos that Batman usually deal with, like the Scarecrow and that. Why do they lock him up? I would think about it. He has got an illness because he's got this compunction to leave he's clues. To, he's yeah, two. he's literally, he's got to leave these clues that... He, he's not happy unless Batman's solving it or the police are, are, are baffled by his superior intellect. So he's definitely not quite right. So if, if you're a criminal, you don't want to leave clues about what you're doing. You shouldn't no, commit the exactly. crime and bugger off. It's probably, it's probably one of the worst criminals to have around because, you know, he's doing it on purpose to try and get you to use your brain to, to try and maybe get in court. So, you know, there's got to be something not quite right. The, the switch is not, not fully on, shall we say. Yes. But his riddles are a lot more confusing than most because there was another character called Clue Master who is like a second or third tier Batman villain. And the best thing that guy ever did was get caught and locked up by his own daughter. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm going to put okay. at him because his um... clues were rubbish. Yeah, uh, well, that, that's probably why I've never heard of him then. <laughs> he probably never will be. Yeah, he, he keeps uh, dying. Uh, okay. back All right. Okay. <laughs> but his daughter is awesome. Um, people, regular listeners to our uh, Superheroes for Dummies show will know all about her. But anyway, we digress. We're talking about the Riddler. And okay, if you're sorry. So sorry. You no, know, you're not sorry. I'm the one who started battling, yeah. waffling. Man. <laughs> so, yes. What do you reckon of that um, video game? Because I like the sound of any puzzle game that's also an adventure game um, that makes you think and gives you thrills. What did you think of the game itself? Oh, oh well, we used to have a uh, we used to have a lot of like computer. I I'm very much into my computer games, as you know. I, I love I love my computer games, uh, and it reminds me of the old games um, that you used to get on like uh, on the on the Mega Drives and the that you know where where. You, it's a little bit like Dungeons and Dragons or or something like that, you know, where you're going around and you've got the you've got the maze, but you've also got to to work out the cryptic clues and and everything like that, you know. And it's that it's brilliant. It's just as I say, this again takes me back to my childhood, you know, which is which was a great time for me, you know, playing my computer games and and you know watching cartoons and and everything. So yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 46 going on, going on, going on about six, seven years old at the moment, which is great. <laughs> and my wife would say similar things about me, Steve, going on five, that fella. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, when, when people ask me, I always, they ask me how old I am. I go, I'm four years and six months. That's, that's how yeah. old I am. <laughs> five exactly. years and zero months for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what are we like? But yeah, because obviously, remembering that this was made in 1992, that video game back then probably would have been like state of the art. The fact that things moved around and shot fire and stuff like that. Obviously, to the people who play the video games of today, which are like almost like having a movie, um, that might look a bit simple. But there is still some call for those simpler puzzle games that people just love to play because they get involved more in the storytelling and the problem solving aspect of the game so it still works today i think yeah yeah very much so very much so you know there's still there is still a call for like like um for like um dungeons and dragons and you know that kind of thing they're still cooked for it because people love them they're classics it's classic gaming it's it's you know it's it's leaving the the world of reality behind and, and, and going into a world of your imagination and it's you who controls it, which is, which is always fantastic. You don't have to tell me and Adam, Adam and I are huge Dungeons and Dragons players. So you don't have to tell us that we're, we're into that almost on a weekly basis, but it's great. Like you said that that's how we see Robin the first time in this episode, because obviously he's the younger partner of the duo and, I don't see Batman playing video games, but it's just a really brilliant um, way they show that 
that difference between the two because in many ways they are complete equals but they're still a generation apart one is the father one is the exactly. son one is the master one is the student that's Did it. You like still, that aspect of it i i found it fantastic that you're still getting robin as like childlike in some ways you know you know maybe teen like teen kind of uh age rather than rather than adult which is which is great because like in in a lot of um a lot of uh things that you see robin in he's he's actually he seems a lot older than what what he should be in in your imagine in in your in your ideas shall we say yeah totally because, i mean uh, a young adult robin's better than a kid robin isn't he Oh, very, very much so. But because of because of the in in some ways the violence that he he, he he put you know because of the fighting that he does and that. So you 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 have to have a, a, an adult aspect there. But you also see the the child aspect where he wants to play games on, on the computer and all that. So yeah, yeah. And thank God he does because. His knowledge of that game and that lovely scene where he's got Alfred watching him playing as well is a yeah. big help later. Yes, exactly. The yeah, what's the quickest route? Um, oh, because it's a globe, it's a curved curved line. Reality. Who knew? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Exactly. But the reality of it, and we mentioned it when we were talking last week about the the, um, the Heart of Steel episode that. The way they don't just have blistering action and set pieces and explosions, the way they can have little character moments and you see the characters' faces and the way they react to things that happen, react to each other, they talk about there's actual real acting, even though they're drawings. That's something about this show that always blows me away. Yeah, exactly, because like you, you, you can just by the, the, the drawing of, of expressions, you can tell what they're feeling, what they're thinking of, you know, um, who they're actually talking to, you know, whether it's a friend, whether it's a foe, you know, it's, it, it's, it's that kind of interaction that you actually get just from a drawing is, is unbelievable. I'm, I'm very, very jealous of all these drawers, you know, so I'm, talented, aren't you know, oh, oh, unbelievably talented. It, 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 it sickens me how talented they are <laughs> because I, I think that's just a jealousy in me talking, but you know, you know, my, my, my nearest thing to drawing is, is it maybe a little stick man, but that's it, you know? Oh, don't sell yourself short. I know you picked up how to draw comics the Marvel way and you're getting better and better. You're working at it and, and, and doing something with it. Yeah. Yes, but I wonder who was that that put me onto that book. I wonder. I have no idea. Steve. I do not see him <laughs> in the middle of the I do not know who you're talking about. Good book, though, isn't it? Oh, fantastic book! Absolutely fantastic. You know how to draw Marvel the Marvel way is is is. I think any uh, aspiring um, cartoonist uh, drawer um, is a necessity in in anybody's and uh, any artist's um, um, literature, shall we say? Couldn't agree more, mate. That needs to be in on your shelf if you're interested in drawing comics or if you're interested in comics, really. Even though it says Marvel, exactly, exactly. it's the classic way of drawing comics. It's because it shows you how they come up with the actual the the design of the of the person, you know, using using just lines and squares and ovals and circles. It's unbelievable. It really is. You know how how these people come up with this. Ah, yeah. I mean, that book yeah. is almost older than us, mate, and people are still buying it and using it today. That tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah. It yeah. does, it does, it does. So Very do you like the so. way the actors act then? Even though we know the voice actors, the talents that they get to do the voices are phenomenal. The way they marry that with the facial expressions and the way they act around each other, it blows my mind. Very much so. It's like it's like um, the, the voice, well, it's like the actual um, artistry is encompassing the voice rather than the voice encompassing so, the so. artistry. Because it, it it it's the it's the the, the cartoon that's actually um, mimicking the the voice rather than the voice mimicking the cartoon for me. Yeah, and that's why some animation is better than others because classic um, old days animation before um, the big blockbuster movies that Disney made and, and stuff like that they used to draw the pictures and the voice used to be added 
afterwards. And sometimes when you do it that way, it doesn't quite marry up because sometimes the, the actors forcing themselves to look and act the way the picture does. And it's a much more expensive way to do it. But Batman the Animated Series are most animated movies. The actors act first and the animators work around the performance. And that's what elevates this show and the Disney movies, because you're seeing a performance from the art that mirrors the performance that the actor puts in. Yeah. And you can see the okay. difference. Okay, because I also like when you watch like the Disney cartoons and that nowadays, they actually have very similar resemblance to the to the 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 actor that's actually portraying them. So you can actually see that person, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 the actual uh, design of the of the character. But it's it is it's fantastic to watch because it, I I think if if you have that, it actually gets you more involved in the in the in the cartoon and that because you're, you're, you're not seeing it as a cartoon, you're seeing it as a real person in, in some aspects. Complete. Well said, mate. Very well said. Cause I remember, obviously I was 22, 23 when this series started. And obviously before we actually got it in the UK, obviously we got it months after it hit in the States. I actually saw the comics of the show before the show. And I looked at it and I thought, well, it's really quite angular, quite stylistic. It's very cartoony. And I didn't quite get it. I mean, I thought that the way the stories were told in the comics was brilliant because sometimes there'd be pages of that dialogue. It was all told in the pictures. It was all told in the facial expressions, and it was beautiful. But I thought, this isn't quite what I'm expecting from Batman. Obviously, this is fresh off the first Batman movie by Tim Burton and Batman Returns by Tim Burton, which were like dark, bringing right, Batman yeah, yeah. straight into the present. And I thought, hmm. But then, like you said, you watch this show, and because the performances, both visual and vocal, are so strong that ten minutes in, you forget you're watching a cartoon. Exactly, exactly. Like, like when you first start watching it, you, you're thinking this is very blocky kind of like shapes on the faces and that. But then, as you get into it, they morph into a, a yeah. real face rather than rather than you know just being a block like. This is a drawing. That's it. It doesn't. It, it becomes this. This. This could be almost a, a real person if you look yeah. at it like that. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. I mean, the, the expressions and like we've mentioned that the way they've married it to the vocal performance, rather than just stick a voice in over a drawing, is it just elevates it completely. It becomes more of almost watching a stylized live action show than watching a cartoon even though it's very very stylized and very very stylistic yeah oh snap snap i'm getting into it very much because of this thank you man oh i can't wait to hear your weekly reviews even when you're not on the show now (laughs) (laughs) you just have to keep on sending me this which one to watch (laughs) all of them watch them all okay okay yeah yeah, my wife is going to get a divorce. You know that. <laughs> when she's at work and whatever, once once the, the yeah. world reopens and we're allowed back into our offices and stuff like that, you you'll have a couple of three more times. But um, if she's got a problem, she can come see me and I'll just give her a hug. Yeah. Oh, that's you. okay then. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of other episodes, um, a few weeks back. I was chatting with Max Byrne, who was a co-host on the show when Adam had to go away. And we saw an episode which involved a character called Josiah Wormwood, who literally was the Riddler, but wasn't the Riddler. He even looks like the character in this show, but he, like you said, he had brown hair, not red hair. Um, but he left clues, he left puzzles, and he nearly trapped that. And we thought, hmm, so maybe this is the guy that ends up being Riddler now. Watching this episode now, we clearly see he wasn't, but the, the, the links were still there. But this one has a different voice, like you said, the red hair. And this one seems to be much more of a tech wizard rather than just a um, cold-blooded mercenary who wants to get you in his traps. But this small vintage original, which I actually preferred, because you immediately see him within a few scenes in his classic top hat with his cane and his mask. And it's... Yeah, wonderful to see. What do you think of that iconic moment when we first see the Riddler in costume in this episode? Oh, uh, when you first see him in the in the nightclub, uh, the uh, I can't. I've got my notes here. I've, I've just got to try and find where we are. The wasteland. Uh, 
that's it, the Wasteland, the Wasteland nightclub. Um, yeah, you see him in his classic, classic, classic Riddler costume with the question marks, the green, the, the beautiful, beautiful, and the elo- the eloquence of it, you know, the you know the the style of his costume, you know, because he's he's got an elegance there. Yeah. He's very very elegant in in his in in the way he is, and that and that's what makes him the Riddler as well, because of of his vocabulary and everything like that as well, which is what you you uh, associate to an ele- an elegant person is their vocabulary. Yeah. So you can see it. You can see the, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to see. Really, smart as you can tell, players. I really love the Riddler. <laughs> is he your favourite then? Would you say? Would you say he's your favourite Batman uh, villain? Um, that and the Joker. Well, you know, yeah. the Riddler and the Joker, <laughs> definitely. Harley Quinn as a sex symbol, very much so. But 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 the, the on Riddler the road, and Joker, out of the Joker's shadow. That's yeah, I like exactly. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she's too vulnerable with yeah. with, the, with when she's with the Joker. She plays like the the how would you say the the quintessential fifties kind of woman. You know that she's subservient and all that. But when when she comes out of um, out of, from behind um, the Joker, this is where you see the real woman, real Harley. Totally. So, yeah, so so sorry, I digress every every no, time. I'm I sorry. You, <laughs> I am I am a Harley fan and not a Joker and Harley fan. I'm, I'm with you 100, percent mate. But Riddler yeah. is, yeah, he's great. I love what you said. His his elegance, his elegance, his eloquence, his intelligence. He's a smart guy, which is why, like a lot of Batman's villains, you're just scared of them. There's nothing sympathetic or, or likable about them. Riddler's actually yeah. a cool guy, and there's been a few occasions in the comics where he's actually gone straight for a while. He started a detective agency, he wanted to break away from the life of crime, but his psychosis is such that he keeps going back because he just wants to prove himself smarter than everybody else. Exactly, and exactly. Like you beautifully said at the start of the show, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? That title says it all about him, doesn't it? Yeah, when he, when he, when he, when he tells the, the manager, um, Matt, Matt, uh, is it Matt Rock? Um, I can't see uh, the name of the, the manager. Mockridge, that's it. Mockridge. Um, yeah, uh, when he when he tells tells it, um, him, you know, when he goes like, if you're if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? You know, it's ah, oh, it's such a great great phrase to use. It's it it because it, it's it's undermining. Mm-hmm. And you know it, it it's it's sarcastic, but in a na- in like a nasty sarcasm rather than that, you know. And and you you, you can see in some ways the vulnerability of of Enigma yeah. when you know when after he says that you see him like like look look vulnerable, and that's not a nice look for for uh, the Riddler, for me. It's not a nice thing to do to anybody, is it? Really, to no, exactly, exactly. But um. Well, we'll see when we come to the end of the episode that Mockridge gets his comeuppance. And oh, God, I yes. hope <laughs> all bullies watching this watch this and realise, listen, these people that you call nerds and geeks and whatever, especially when you're at school age and you bully them, those guys are probably going to end up being your boss one day because they are smart and they know how to get results. So valuable lesson for exactly. bullies there. Don't bully people because they're people. Everyone's got uh, feelings. Just be warned. Just be yes. warned. Uh, well, what goes what, around comes around. Ooh, definitely for this chat, absolutely. But yeah, what yeah. I love about the character of the Riddler as well, and you've said it before, is that he brings out the aspect of Batman and Robin that I love: the problem solvers, the detectives. Yeah, I love that exactly. side. Of it. What do you make of it? Oh, it, it is. It, it's. It, you can. You can. You can almost see the cogs turning whenever they get a riddle from, from, um, from the Riddler. Like, like you see, um, Batman pacing backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. When, when, like the uh, Robin is playing the game of the Minotaur, and Robin's going wasteland. Uh, Batman's going wasteland, wasteland. What is wasteland? You know, and and then they, they then Robin goes. Wasteland is is a is a place in the game, and then it's also the nightclub. So it's like ah, okay. And they, then you see like the the the, the iconic light, light bulb, bulb moment. 
<laughs> you know, so yeah, no, it is it, it, it's brilliant, and that's what I like about the Riddler is that, that he makes Batman and and people you have to use their brain to work out, but it's also the part where where he almost wants to be caught. Yeah. It, be, yeah, but he doesn't think he's going to be caught because because he's far superior. Yes, he wants to be, but thinks you're not going to, and that's I think the thrill of the chase for him because we get with the Joker and Batman. It's like Batman is the foe he needs in his life because he's the only one that makes life exciting. Whereas Riddler is that I think he's the Batman is the one foe who might be as smart as he is. He's not. No one's as smart as no. me because I'm the Riddler, but he might be. But obviously, we all know that Batman is far smarter Batman. than the Riddler. Oh, and exactly, exactly. When you throw Robin into the mix as well, yeah, yeah, both of them together in this episode yeah, is what make it. I think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That is, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic concept, isn't it? The 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 the, the brains of two are mighty, mightier than the one. Mm-hmm. And the, opposite, the contrasting views as well, like we mentioned at the beginning, the young brain and the more mature brain and the coming together exactly. the minds, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because if it wasn't for, for Robin playing that game, he wouldn't know what the wasteland is on the game. Then he knows. So, yeah. And that's how they work out. This Enigma is the one that, that is the Riddler because, because they realise that he's the one that, that made the game. So, yeah. And Robin's so, game, Enigma? Enigma, really? And that's what every yeah. reader around the world thinks that. Mm, exactly. Well, that's, it's exactly. quite a smart use of a name, isn't it? It's not like your oh. double barreled Clark Kent and Peter Parker's, at least this one's. A yeah, exactly. exactly. Edward, at yeah. least this one is like, yeah, Edward Enigma, Enigma, which is, which is exactly what he is. Yeah. And it, it's fantastic. Totally. The Riddler yeah. is an enigma, quite literally. But um, yes. it's quite funny that you and I both know that we both love a pun, the pair of us. But some of the Very puns much. in this episode, I mean, dude, did they get us to write Riddler's jokes in this episode? <laughs> I, I think they did. I think they did. It, it, <laughs> it's uncanny, isn't it? It really is. Oh, so, so fantastic yeah. it's absolutely brilliant but what Definitely. i did love as well because obviously i'm a huge comics nerd i don't know if that comes across at all or if you'd noticed that. no not at all not at all <laughs> I, I would never know that of you steve not at all what i love that this show can do is it can be totally gritty and edgy realistic one week and you get like yeah. i said last week when we talked about um heart of steel how that was like a technological horror episode this one's almost exactly. like a step back to the golden age of comics in the forties with your giant props and your fun, fun aspects and the just wild adventure story, but yeah. it still all works. It's a different show every week. Did you like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like last week I wanted to hide behind the sofa. This week is like I'm laughing, laughing my, my guts out, you know, yeah. because of the, the the puns and everything like that, you know. It's brilliant, like like when the hand cut, he, he he makes the hand go into the Minotaur. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. He, he wants the helping hand, you know. It's like, come on, you know. It's just like perfect. Please. It's pure cheese. It's pure cheese, but in, it, unbelievable. Totally, mate. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's yeah. just that's what makes brilliant things. You don't want to see. I mean, I remember as a kid watching stuff like The A-Team and, and, and loving it as a, as a teenager. But watching it again as an adult, you think, hang on, this show is the same every week. They just change the characters, but it's exactly the same it's every exactly, single exactly. week. And yeah. then you get a 20-minute cartoon show on a Saturday morning where every week's blowing different. you out of the water. And it's it, exactly, exactly. You're going from one, one, one extreme to another in, in a matter of, well, in, in, in a week. In two different weeks, you've got one from one extreme to completely the other, and it is that's. I think that's what's captivating about about these series is that that you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, you know. You start that that cartoon, that 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 episode, and that cartoon, and and 
you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know whether it's going to be a, a horror. You don't know whether it's going to be a, a tragedy. You don't know if it's going to be, you know, a comedy. You don't know. And that, and that's what I think is, is why it captures the audience. Well said, mate. Blimey. I couldn't have put that better myself. That that was art. Um, t- Spawn. That's exactly the thing with this show. And do you think then that might be part of the reason where it's so highly regarded and loved around the world? Because it can do that. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And and also because people can, can relate to it. Not every day is going to be the same. You know, one day you, you're having a bad day. The next day you, you're having a great day. You don't know, you know. So, so sure. I think that's what, what makes it more. Exactly. Exactly. So that, I think that's what it, what it in captures is, is that. God, look at me. I, I'm, I'm becoming a philosopher. <laughs> no, that's the magic of good fiction what a lot of people realise because there's people who won't watch anything that isn't real who don't want to watch anything that's fictional but the best fiction and it's a phrase I use again and again and again because it's true is that the best fiction just holds a mirror up to society to the real world the best fiction is one that teaches you something about yourself and the world around you and that's something this show does better than a lot of proper live action big budget shows with actors it's a cartoon show but it's much more than that exactly exactly you can see yourself in it and and uh, and that's you know you can see yourself as one of the characters or, or whatever you know there's, there's there's definitely parts of you in your in your being that, that wants to be like the riddler because he's so smart and intelligent Okay, Batman because he's so heroic, you know, and that you know he's here to save the day, kind of like Superman and and all these characters. You know, there are parts of you in the in these characters that you you connect with, and that's what makes you keep on going back, going back, going back because you can actually see yourself in those parts. Brilliant, absolutely well said, mate. Do you think then as well that maybe part of the reason why, like you said, characters like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman are the only ones who've been consistently in print non-stop every single year since their creation over 80 years ago. Is there adaptability, the way that their stories can change and be different one week or one issue or one episode? Is that part of Yeah, their... very much so. Very much so. And also it's because of their, hu- their, 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 their humanality. I know it's not a word, but it's, it's you know, there's that aspect of that that they are human human they are they have their, their their vulnerable side they have their 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 their, their strong personalities they had their weak personalities they had their moments where they're where they're on top of the world and then they had their moments where they're down you know where because you don't know what's gone on but they're, they're, they're down and you can see that in the characters brilliant so you're probably more like me than there's some people who say oh keep Batman as a detective, keep him in dark, rainy streets, don't throw in any other elements, don't throw in comedy and sci-fi. I completely disagree. I think that having those fresh takes, and like you said, the difference between this week's episode and last week is chalk and cheese, but it's still vintage Batman. I mean, that that's my opinion. What do you think about that yeah. side of it? No, it... it, it... I, uh, these these ones that you know say you should keep Batman dark and that I, I I'm one of those people I I love it when it's dark you know like like the the trilogy Batman series mm-hmm. that we had you know yeah. um that was very dark and that's how I how I see Batman but also you also see Batman as the light you know the the comedic in some ways but um but very intelligent. Um, character from like the 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 the, the series that with Adam West and then the cartoons and and even in the comics, you know. So you, you people say that you should be kept dark and in dream. No, you should have all aspects of of Batman because not you know people have different aspects to them. And that's what they relate to. So you should have the different aspects of of the Batman or the Superman or or the Wonder Woman, because you you need them to to keep um, to keep enticed, you know, to yeah. keep your attention on. Otherwise, the they, they become fresh, exactly exactly because otherwise otherwise they become stagnant, and you don't want that. You want you want adventure. That's why you read these comics is adventure, um, and and also because you love the characters. And because you know that the characters are going to change from one day to the next, because that's what they do to to solve a puzzle, they need to change, and that's it. 
brilliantly said. I mean, I'm like you. I do prefer my Batman Dark, but there has to be room to tell different stories because if you had that in every issue, in every episode, in everything you watched or read, it would get boring, even though I love that aspect of it. Sometimes having a flash of light, having a flash of something different, sometimes the shadows are darker when you shine a light on them every now and then. Very, very much so. Very much so. You know, otherwise it'd become morose. You know, you, yeah. you'd just be, you know, oh, it's it's dark, it's raining, it's you know, it's like, come on, just I, I just want a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And, and this episode is is a great highlight of that because there's oh, tons of light, there's tons of laugh, so much action, but we still get a vintage detective Batman and Robin story. And it's great. Yeah. And I love what you said earlier with the way that the Riddler's portrayed. And part of that has to be down to the wonderful actor that plays him, John Glover, who is a literal geek, not Greek. He's a literal geek god. He okay. has been in so much stuff. I mean, I'm about to blow your mind. He was in Scrooge, the unscrupulous TV producer who tries to take Bill Murray's job, the blonde guy, the right, really okay. smooth guy. John wow. Glover, same dude. Yeah. Uh, he's been in episodes of Agent Carter. He was in Robocop 2, Gremlins 2, episodes of Deep Space Nine and Heroes. But for comics fans, he is an absolute legend. I don't know if you ever watched a series called Smallville. He was Lex Luthor's uh, I, I have father, Lionel Luthor. Really? That's him? Yeah, that's the actor, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, he was in the Adventures of Batman and Robin video game, and he was Dr. Jason Woodrew who's responsible for Poison Ivy getting her powers in Batman and Robin, the fourth yes. Batman film with, with George Clooney. He's he's in that. And most okay. recently, yeah, he's a, he's amazing. He's a legend. In comic, but just for comic book yeah. movies and shoes alone, he's a star. But most recently, have you seen Shazam? Yes, love the Dr. film. Sivana's love it, father. love it, love it. Dr. Savannah's oh, dad. okay. That's the guy wow. who plays Riddler in this episode. He must be a, a comic nerd as well, then. He's got to be. The amount of he's stuff he's doing, he's got to yeah. be. Yeah. 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 So not to, only is the enemy one of Superman's arch nemesis, he's the enemy of Captain Marvel's arch nemesis. I will not call him Shazam to me, Lord, if he comes on. He's also the end of dad of Captain Marvel's arch nemesis. There you go. He's just like playing the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. God. That wow. poor bloke. When's he going to play a good guy? Bless him, because yeah, apparently that, in reality, is John Glover is just a lovely, lovely man. But there you go. What are you going to do? But um, yeah, I mean, we've mentioned week after week after week, and we had it last week as well. The level of acting talent they got on the show. I mean, have I impressed you again with that guy? You, you have. You 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 blow my my brain cells here. Uh, you know, I, as you always do with your with your knowledge of, of who's who and. And what's what, but you know, this is unbelievable. So the person that I watch, you know, I don't take much notice of, but I notice them. If you know what I mean, when you're watching mm-hmm. these films and, and series and that, that, then all of a sudden, like you, 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 you're watching a cartoon, and, and in the background, their voice is, is that person, and you, and you just blow my my noggin. You really have. <laughs> I have to do my research. I have to educate the masses with my complete nerdiness that's just and boy do you do it well i try just well you know my wife she'll tell you frequently how trying i can be so (laughs) what do you make then of that brilliant well the dynamics and relationships in this show won't make it great so we've got a brilliant relationship between batman and robin and that brilliant relationship between the hero and the villain between batman and robin and Riddler. Very what did you so. make of, of that in this this episode? We in in this one, you can see that Riddler in in some ways respects Batman, but other ways treats him with contempt. You know, you can see that. You know, it's like you know, you, you how can you be more intelligent than me? You know, but but I I know that you can be intelligent, but you can't be more intelligent than me. Kind of thing, and then with um, with Robin and Batman, the is it, it, very much father and son. You know, you know, you don't always get on, but you know, it is you, you still got that 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 underlying that connection. 
mate. You say you're a novice and you don't know. Again, your insights blow my mind. You get it. You see it and you get it. And I think I said it last week. Some people who are nerds and fans don't. So thank you for that. That that was nice. That was really, really nice. But this I, I is all... Yeah. All this is because of you. Because like, because of this, you wanted me to, get, to do this podcast with you. I've actually got more into depth and watching it more profoundly than what I have done before whereas like when you watched it before before I was doing it this with you um, I was just like like watching it but nonchalantly and now I'm stopping I'm re- going back a bit restarting it you know and it, it's, it's much more in depth and you, and you see the characters building and you see the the um the emotions building as well, you know, and that, you know, to, and it, it, it's, it's fantastic. It really is. Thanks, man. Has it increased your enjoyment and, and understanding of the show, or has it made it more of a job for you? Because I didn't want to do that. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually increased the enjoyment of it because I'm actually looking at it in, in a different eye, yeah. if you know what I mean. As you know, a piece because of art. Before, uh, exactly, exactly. It's more artistic, it's more. Um, it's it's more to life than what you actually think it is, and that and that and that that intrigues me. You you've intrigued me with this, which is yeah. which is fantastic. Because sometimes, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Watching it as a piece of pure entertainment and putting it away, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But when you do look further, with all great art, it's yeah. when you look beneath the surface, when you dig a little deeper, and you realise, damn, this is really yeah. a twenty minute. Saturday morning kids cartoon. Exactly. This isn't no Roadrunner or Tom and Jerry. This is like no. this is an adult cult. This this should be an adult cartoon because it is dark, it's deep, it, it's got everything. It's got everything. You know, it's a bit like you know, uh, one of my most favorite war films of all times is, is uh, Saving Private Ryan. Okay, now when you watch the when you watch the first scenes like on the beach and that. Okay, I've watched that film over a hundred times. Now, every time in the background, you see something different. You know, like you see bits of body flying about and everything, you know. And and that's what this is like. When you look at it really in depth, you, you'll start seeing stuff in the background that's going on that you've never noticed before. And that's, uh, and that's what I really like. Brilliant. I like the fact that, though, with a show like this, is the way that I could watch it with Adam when he was little. You can put it on for your nieces and your nephews and kids from the ages of 8 to 80, and they'll love it for the action, for the thrill, for the colour, for the chases. But then a grown man like you and I can watch it and see something completely different at the same time. Exactly. There's two levels. There's the infantile level and then there's the adult level. And it, it's unbelievable, isn't it? How how can you do how? that? You know, like, yeah, it's unbelievable. It, it, it blows your mind. It really does. Yeah. How, again, Saving Private Ryan is one of the greatest films ever made, no doubt. But it's not something yeah. you could watch with a family in any way, shape, or form. That's no, a film. No, 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 no. Yeah. But somehow this series works that you can watch it as a family show. You can leave it just for the kids to watch and not be yeah. worried about anything they see. And you can watch it as an adult on your own, or you can watch it all together. And I think that's that's got to be part of the secret of its success and why nothing really has matched it since, especially in animation. I don't think there's anything that's been quite as broad an audience imagination captured as with this show. No, exactly, exactly. And and I I think the the great aspect is that, that you can actually take what you want out of it. You can take the, the the cartoon, just the cartoon aspect, or you can take the artistry, or you can take the humour, or you can take the darkness. It, it's up to you. It's, it's what it's what you want to take. It's what kind of um, mood you're in at the moment, at that moment and time, that you can actually take what you want from it. And that and I think that's what what actually what actually is so captivating about it. Thank you, mate. Brilliant. Well, Adam, um, in his infinite wisdom, has often said that outside of the comics themselves 
this is probably probably the most complex, most accurate vision of Batman ever committed to screen. I mean, the movies are great. The Christopher Nolan's in particular, and and I, I love Ben Affleck's turn. I'm I'm sad that he's not coming back, but this show because you can actually just get this box set. And it's a complete history of Batman that you can give to anybody. Whereas with the comics, you've got 80 years worth of stuff. And unless you're a multi-billionaire, you're never going to own every single comic Batman's appeared in. Or, or unless you're, you're Steve the Geek. Because I come out to your place and I see your, your, your collection. It is mind-boggling. It really is. You know, I'm, like, I'm like, where do you start? Like, like, literally, where can you start to begin? You know, you can't. It, it's, it's unbelievable because, like, you're like this. You're like, you're like, oh, you should read this one. Then you should read this one. Then you should read this. One. I'm like, but how? You know, how does it work? You know, you, you know, like from 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 the first ever comic all the way through to now to present day. Okay, it's just like it's one continuance. And you're like you're picking out like you should watch this. You should watch this. You should watch the or read this. Read this. I'm like. God, this this is intri- this is mind blowing. It really is. It, it's 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 unbelievable. I'm yeah. I'm very jealous of all your comics. Don't forget, but you know. <laughs> but listen, I, I have um, started you on the dark path, as as it were, because obviously you've read Batman Year One, and that's yes. the best place to start. Because some people oh. think that you have to go all the way back to 1939. You don't. That's something you pick up afterwards so you can see all the different colours of Batman. But if you just want to know the story, I can definitely put you on the right path. And this this box set is one of them. This box set is one way to put you... Because even though they change some of the stories, they change some of the origins or whatever in this show, the heart of it, the reality of it, the real character is so true to the original source material more than any of the other movies and TV shows. And, and that's why I think this series works. And hopefully um, with ones you've seen so far, and I'm sorry again that I've pulled you out of order to do these shows with me. Um, but I don't think it much matters because you've just seen just like a different couple of aspects. I think you want to watch more now, didn't you? Oh, very much so. But the thing is, is you're saying you, you pulled me out of order. The thing is, though, is that, that, in this car, in this um, cartoon series box sets, you don't really know, need to go into order, and that's that's the great thing about it because you can pick up who these people are as you go along, you know. And and you know, you, as you say, in this one we've got the the, the first ever appearance of, of the Riddler, the Enigma. Now, because I've got a slight basic knowledge of of who he is, it's like ah, okay, this is who this is, okay, and it, you know. I don't know if this is the first time he's being done, but then you then you realise this is the first time he's being the character, you know, and and he's being put into balance. So you don't really need to go into into order like like this one series one episode, you know, episode one, and you don't need to do that. You can go anywhere and everywhere, and still enjoy it, still get in, into it. Whereas like some sometimes you need to you need to watch it from from episode one, season one. Series one, you need to go all the way through. Otherwise, otherwise you've got no clue who who anybody is. But this one, you do. You have clues because they're so iconic. Absolutely, and, and we've been really lucky that the two shows you've been on are really historic, important first appearances. Last week, yeah, the first appearance of uh, Barbara Gordon, the girl who will be back girl in the future, and this one, the first appearance of the Riddler. But like you yeah. said, yeah, watching them all in order is something you do in your own time to get the complete map. But you can. You said it beautifully, mate. Yeah dip in and out of this show and know that whatever episode you put on, whether you know nothing or whether you're a super nerd, you will still get a piece of TV that you'll really enjoy. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. well said, mate. Very much so. I like yeah. the way you put Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, just like last week, again, dude, you, you've blown my mind with the amount of preparation in your notes. So again, <sighs> I want to shut up for a bit and let you... Tell me what you loved about this episode, what you didn't like, things that stood out, moments that made you laugh, moments that made you think. What is your main takeaways from If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Well, first of all, the title is epic. Epic, epic, epic. Uh, as I said before, I can't digress on, on how much I love the title because it is unbelievably great. Um, but like, it's like it just shows how 
diverse and versatile uh, Batman really is. Like when you look in when when he's in the when they're in the maze and you've got the Arabic on yes. the wall. And he goes and he goes uh, and Robin goes, Do you speak Arabic? And he goes, No, but I can translate it. And he gets his on his on his arm, he's got the keypad, he puts it in and he, he goes, Ah, okay. It's um uh, where where you where to eat. Okay. And then they, they go left. And he, then the, the hand comes. The hand comes along to to, to scoop him up to take him to the wasteland because that's where they're going. And then they realize. Then then you hear Batman go, "No, the the Arabs eat with their right hand, so he should go right." And it, 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 it's that you know they, they 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 take cultural things into into aspect as well as you know diversity and everything like that. You know, so it is really really good. Um, the, the the comedy part aspects of it, you know, like the 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 little one-liners kind of thing in the in there, you know, like you know when when the hand when he makes the hand crash into the minute, so he goes, he needs a helping hand. It's like that kind of thing, you know. It it, it it's the little comic aspects I, I loved of this. So yeah, but it is it's fantastic. It really is. I'm sorry, I'm just re- trying to read my notes and, and, no, and take it from there. I'm lucky to be sorry about, mate. I'm loving it. You know? Loving it, loving it, loving yeah. it. Yeah, and then, then at the end of, of it, um, when you see um, uh, Mockridge, um, like, locking oh, his door. So glad you did You know, and it's like, you know, he, he's got, like, four or five locks on the door and he's locking it up. He's, he's walking around with a, with a, with a sawn-off shotgun. He's he's going in all the cupboards under the bed and that, and he go, you know, he, you know, and then Batman at the end says about um, about uh, he got this money, but but he, he he's not going to get a good night's sleep. You Ever know, again, I don't think. Thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, says he, um, how much how much is a good night's sleep worth? And it's it's that. It's that that aspect. That's the one. Sorry, I just found it on my notes. And, yes. No, that's so, brilliant. Yeah, that, that 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 little phrase that that how much is sleep really worth is 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 you know you is is, is to do with real life as well. Because okay, you 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 might want to get all the money in the world. You want to be a rich man, but but how do you go about getting it? Well, you know, brilliant. I mean, you said it so well. If you're so smart, why aren't you? Which is a great title. But let's think about this. All the money in the world is nothing if you can't even live your life and get a good night's sleep. So Mockridge exactly. definitely got his just desserts, didn't he? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that that's that's what is really, really, really good about it. You know, I on a, on a little bit of a negative note on this one, I found the the animation part the actual like drawing of the of the the cartoon less um less detailed than than the than the last two uh the two part that we 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 um done together i found it the 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 um i can't think of the name of the episode the heart of steel part Steel's one it. and two okay was um was was Far more in depth in the in the the drawing, but yeah, no, you're absolutely that's the only slight little criticism that I've got about it. But I no. loved it, still loved it anyway. Absolutely valid because you'll find that the tone does change with the director and with the writer. And yeah, I, I while I would like a lot more consistency, again, I have to think back to what we've already brushed on that you do need to have that slight difference atmosphere as well and. For a kid, that simplicity and the fact this is a much more action-based episode, it does work. Um, yeah. But as last month, last week's was that darker, more horrific. It needed that detail. It needed that. Yeah. It needed that darkness. So I completely agree with you that the animation. But remember, this was one of the last cartoons ever made that was fully hand animated. These days, it's almost okay. all 100% CGI. So you've got yeah. to give these writers and artists a little bit of, of a break and let them have a single yeah. one every day. Yeah, no, 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 no I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But but also, like, like it's, it's as we said, we, it's as we said before, you know, like, like you know, we, 
me and you, like um, you said, like people want it dark and and that. Me and you quite like the dark things, yes. and maybe that's why that's why I find it more more detailed in the darker one, which was uh, the okay. Heart of Steel. Okay, rather than than this one, which is more light hearted than that, and so that's why maybe maybe I'm looking at it in in the the. the You've seen it with like, because I like yeah exactly. I love that perspective, mate. It's part of the reason I had to have you on the show because you're looking at it completely different to, to the way I would or many people who call themselves fans would. But your insights are lovely. It's, it's great to hear. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate that. It's, it's what, what I want to talk about. Exactly what I want to talk I've about. Been, it, this is an honour and a pleasure for me so, uh, to get to speak to all your all your fans and 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 to get to speak to you about it anyway because I love talking to you about these comics <laughs> and everything because you, you open my eyes to so many things so yeah oh, yeah as, as as we say as we say we are de- definitely brothers from different mothers yes welcome to my world <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> with the with the the mallet the malicious laugh there you know <laughs> i'm an evil genius well it's definitely evil the genius part with you have to make up your own mind <laughs> oh, oh 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 you are you are stop beating yourself down stop it <laughs> oh, thanks mate brilliant so that was if you're so smart why aren't you rich the first appearance of the riddler in batman the animated series a good fun episode a stark contrast to last week but i'm glad we did have that mate that we had two episodes that were wildly wildly different so you can see the scope and the way this show can be so many things to so many people so yeah i'm just glad you enjoyed it thank you man yeah no i'm loving it i'm i'm loving this experience and uh, it's it's great uh as you say from one, one week to the next we get to we're getting to discuss you know two uh two or three completely different um aspects to it and it is fantastic it really is it's a great it's a great honor for me to to be on this podcast so thank you so much thank you brother i mean adam and i this is this is our regular thing uh and we love doing it and it's been a joy having guest host max burn on who's a fellow super nerd uh, but it's been just as much of a joy to have you on with this beautiful fresh perspective and the way you look at things so thanks to you mate for for joining in and helping me out when uh, my son's gone off to have adventures in scotland <laughs> uh, typical typical adam you know that's oh, it you know, bless him. Well, going you, you, know him, you know him well <laughs> yeah but thanks, yeah well when, uh, when you speak to him next say hi <laughs> so do you reckon i could rope you into doing a few more if uh Adam oh, goes anytime. Further adventures? anytime anytime you want if the listeners are okay with that because you know the listeners are important i understand that hopefully hopefully i've done done okay but yeah anytime you want oh, i'm here well if last week's responsibility to go by um i'm sure they'll want you back just as much as i do but if they don't it's my show anyway so mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no come on now don't don't get like that that's that's oh, megalomaniac no. stop it no, no, that's not you it's gonna be great yeah. mate and uh if yeah. you're happy to come on again i'd definitely have you on so yeah Adam, definitely definitely rest Thank assured, you so much. i've got a couple of great guests hosts ready and waiting to yeah. step yeah. in and take Watch out, this. Adam! I'm coming for your job. <laughs> 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 His whole job because he then um, edits this and cuts out mistakes. Oh no, and no, 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 no! We, we want, we want people left anyway. He's uh, <laughs> irreplaceable, that boy. But Damien, thanks, man. I love you so much. Really, really appreciate it. So, listeners, readers, this has been another episode of the show that breaks down Batman the Animated Series. Here's my friend Damien Walker. He's the Knight. Together, we are the Knight, and this has been the I Am the Knight podcast. So, Damien, what do you reckon everyone out there needs to do, mate? I reckon they need to read more comics and watch more Batman. Thanks, man. You're welcome. I Am The Night is one of the shows on the DC Comics News Podcast Network. Along with the original DC Comics News Podcast, Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast, and The Spinner. All these shows can be found wherever you find good podcasts, including Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Play. DC Comics News and Dark Knight News can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube.